I got. That's all I That's got. all about it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you. You have a great one. What about your future is most difficult for you to not know the outcome of? I asked this question to strangers on the streets of Philadelphia, including an opera singer, a newsstand owner, and a poet. Thank you to everyone who participated. Special shout out to the two German flight attendants I met near Washington Square. That was really fun talking with you guys. Uh, and also, thank you to everyone who rejected me. The funniest one in this round came from an old guy wearing a leather biker cap. And all I got out was, Hi, I'm Jack. I... And then he cut me off and screamed, Jack, I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, so yes, I hope, man, that you have a nice day. Sorry, I guess. <laughs> um, you can listen to my answer at the end of the podcast. As always, we have a fake sponsor that's a real company. That's my company, John Lundquist, LLC. I make creative media for businesses, nonprofits, and schools. And for everyone who doesn't have one of those, uh, I make custom gifts. So if this Christmas or holiday season you want to give your friend a wacky gift or a postcard, go check out my portfolio at caferibbit.com slash freelance and see if anything there sparks an idea. And now, on to the interviews. So what is something specific about your future that's most difficult for you to not know the outcome of? Um, I mean, I'm an artist, so everything is in the hands of others. And if they like it or not, everything is so arbitrary. So I would say that they have my future. I can do my parts, but, um, and I can work on what I can control. But that's what I would say, like my future is kind of unknown but that's the beautiful part of it as well who is your ideal audience who would purchase your artwork um i'm an opera singer so basically it's audience in general or actually it's not really the audience that i'm scared about is mostly uh, the business yeah i mean like who decides for for us to be a product or not that's what i would say that i'm scared about <laughs> Can you explain how the business of hiring opera singers works? Yeah. So you need to be able to sing first opera and have a voice, uh, an operatic voice. And after you pass auditions, uh, a little bit like uh, casting for like comedians or like uh, Broadway. And they hear you and they decide you need a manager first because without a manager, you cannot... Uh, access all the theaters so but the managers they contact you you can't contact them <laughs> so it's a really complex uh, circle that turns uh, like that bites the the tail of like you know we're turning around so you're just waiting for an email you can't even be proactive you can be proactive but you never know like in general like uh, they would prefer that they contact you than more than you contact them so it's always really complex because you're like so how is it <laughs> 
that cannot work. So, um, so yeah, and after being a student helps because we like uh, there is more um, opportunities. But when we passed being uh, a student, it's always really hard. So that's maybe that's the the circle that I'm a little bit getting crazy about right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, man, I want to ask you to sing, but I think that's too much. Could you do a whisper sing? Yeah, sure. Or I don't know what, what, what am I supposed to sing. Like Whatever comes to mind. Was there a song that just came into your head? Okay. Um, okay. I'm like <laughs> but it was just for like the pleasure of singing in a park. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. No, of course. What is something specific about your future that's most difficult for you to not know the outcome of? My age. <laughs> Seriously. Because I'm, I'm 60, I'm 68 now. And my girlfriend, my best friend passed away yesterday. She wow. was 67, so as you get older, people just start passing away. Yeah. So, that's about it. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> and since that just happened yesterday, what stage are you in of recovering or processing? It's, it's really hard. I'm really experiencing. It's, it's really hard for me because I'm not going to see her anymore. And, um... I know I could survive it because I lost my mom like last year, but it's really hard not having her around. So that's all I got. (laughs) That's all I got for you. Yeah. There's so little about my future that I have any certainty about, which I'm generally fine with. But I think one thing that, uh, that where that uncer- uncertainty feels less comfortable is just wondering which of my coping mechanisms that I use to make myself feel safe and comfortable are actually helping me and things that I can see myself continuing into the future and which ones are maybe helping me in the moment but holding me back in the long run and something that I shouldn't or maybe won't be doing in the long term. And when you're determining which ones are sustainable and which aren't, who or what is helping you determine that? Well, that's the problem is that right now it's just like me and uh, I guess my like personal connections, but I need to get back in therapy. Uh, That would help. Uh Um, Can you share a couple of these coping mechanisms, either if they seem sustainable or not yeah well one that i'm leaning towards probably not as sustainable as i've thought in the past is like smoking weed every day um and you know like the pandemic it's like it's been spending a lot of time at home and it really helps with just not just feeling like i'm going crazy at home but 
yeah, and going into the future, like, it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't actually keep doing this so often. So that's one example. But then other things like, or a hobby that I have is skateboarding. Um, and I really like doing that to like get out and um, use my body and get fresh air. And that is something I can see myself doing into the, into the future. And I think that's a really healthy hobby and something I do to take care of myself. Um, I used to skateboard too in high school and me and my friends always paired skating and smoking weed together. <laughs> I, I know that's what you, that's what I would think, but then it actually makes it so much harder. Yeah. <laughs> I can't balance as well. Um, so I'm just curious, you're sitting with your friend in the park. Yeah. This seems like a really sustainable activity. Yeah. Who initiated it? Um, Who did? Who did it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we hadn't hung out in a couple of weeks, and yeah. it felt it was the right time. Okay. It was the right time to. Yeah, I think we both were just talking, and we were like, "Yeah, no, we both should really see each other again." Now it's been like two weeks. Um, we generally see each other kind of frequently, uh, so yeah. And we went to Chinatown first, got a little bubble tea, went to a store, um, Asia Crafts that I've been going to since I was a kid, um, and we just wandered out here. <laughs> oh my god, it, our, is this really cute keychain that I just got? Yeah. This retail therapy, is that a sustainable coping mechanism? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's so cute, you know? Yeah, So <laughs> it's It's Rock Lee, if you're wondering. From what? From Naruto. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I always feel a lot better when I hang out with my friends, or just a phone call, so it's fun to see you guys doing this. The next interviewee is named Audrey Lee. She is a poet, and I met her when she was sitting on a bench in Washington Square Park. She is uncertain about the future because she just lost her job in search engine optimization marketing and she wants to transition to doing more writing gigs. So she actually recited a poem that's very apropos to the question I asked her. If you want to check out more of her writing, I link to a web page in the show notes. This is from a collection I'm putting together. It's called The Suburbs. I always enjoy driving past the marquee that belongs to the Baptist Church on Devon State Road. Today it says, forgiveness is God's band-aid or something like that. One summer it read, you think this is hot? I think I'm done writing about God. What more is there to say? What more can we pray for? Instead, I write about driving past the two gas stations on either side of Route 30 and Waterloo Road, past the rehab clinic and the marijuana dispensary next to each other. I was told that I should never look forward to the future, so I never think about my destination, past the Goodwill, past the train station. Why would I look forward to the future with only the guarantee of death? I don't really want to figure out if hell is hotter than Pennsylvania in the summer anyways. Wow, and that is apropos to the question. I, it actually is, now that I think about it. It was just the first one that I was able to pull up. The other day I got a fortune cookie that I'm still thinking about. And it was something like, um, to love what you do and to feel that it matters, what could be any more fun? And I was like, what a like poetically written fortune cookie. And so that's still like been stuck with me of like, I mean, whether it's, 
you know, like paid labor, whether it's like me doing my own thing. I, I really love that idea of like doing something I love and feeling that it matters. It doesn't have to be like the most important thing or like the most, you know, the thing that I think I'm the best at, but just like, yeah, those two things, but it feels very uncertain of like what that could be. So are you experimenting with a personal activity right now? Um, I wouldn't say I'm experimenting yet, but I am like exploring. So like talking to a lot of different people, doing different things and trying to like not put too much pressure on myself and just sort of like enjoy like, yeah, that process. Uh, I'm not a person that really worries about my future. Um, I'm sort of, um, you know, I mean, I, do, I am a planner, uh, but I'm not um, personally tied to the outcomes. Uh, I guess I'm most uh, worried about our civilization and climate change. Um, and I don't know whether we are going to become extinct as a civilization or we are going to evolve uh, into a higher level of consciousness to be a, a loving and caring and compassionate uh, uh, species. Um, and I believe that if we don't, um, that we will become extinct. But I, I, don't, um, I, I don't worry that I don't have the answer. <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, uh, I mean, if we become extinct, it's gonna be because we're not fit to be on this earth. Um, and it'll be, it'll be um, Mother Nature's way of, um, of um, getting rid of us. <laughs> So personally, how do you approach your carbon footprint? How much do you nitpick yourself? Oh, I nitpick quite a bit. Um, for instance, when I found out about um, natural gas, everybody thinks that natural gas is better than um, oil, but it's not. It's actually a, a worse polluter because of the methane. Uh, um, and so um, I got rid of my natural gas. I, I renovated my house to get rid of all my gas appliances, my, my uh, water heater, my... Um, furnace and my stove um, and installed all electric equipment and called up the gas company and told them I wasn't going to use gas anymore, please cut it off. Uh, that was after I went up to Demick to see the results of the fracking um, and the pipeline fights uh, through communities and farms where these pipelines carrying gas were going through and destroying um, communities and endangering them. Um, and so that's what uh, compelled me to not be part of that by buying the gas. Um, and then I have an electric car, it's uh, totally uh, gas-free. I plug that into my house. The, the um, electricity that I draw from the grid is 100%, um, or I pay 100% for solar. Um, you know, oh, so you can choose. You can choose, you can choose a, um, a provider. Uh, you don't have to just go with the standard from Pico, which is, I don't know, like 2% of renewable energy. Um, yeah. So um, I, 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 my third party is called uh, Community, uh, Community Energy. Um, it's uh, the headquarters in King of Prussia. The, the solar panels, industrial solar panels are out in Lancaster County. Okay. Um, and so that's, that's who I pay for my electricity. Um, but another uh, principle for me is local um, because I feel that more and more because of climate change, um, the global supply chains are going to be disrupted. They are now. Yeah. They are now uh, because of the pandemic. And it's going to. There'll be more pandemics. There's going to be more chaotic weather. There's going to be more cyber warfare, more terrorism. So the best thing we can do for future generations to help prepare them to survive climate change is to localize the economy so that we produce our basic needs as close to home as possible. Our food, our clothing, our energy, our building materials, our plant medicines. 
Um, so I'm actually working in this area. I started a nonprofit <laughs> uh, called All Together Now Pennsylvania. Uh, that all together now uh, we can um, we can work to localize our economy our economy um, and uh, reduce the uh, carbons of long distance shipping uh, while we prepare ourselves for what's coming by having uh, our basic needs produced as close to home as possible and this is also an opportunity to um, to include um, marginalized communities both rural and urban to uh, help uh, uh, to have an inclusive economy to give opportunities to those who have been left out in the in the fossil fuel economy to, to gain entry as uh, owners um, and uh, green jobs and so on in the in the new green localized economy. <laughs> So what's something specific in your future that's most difficult for you to not know the outcome of? I think, I think uh, where I'm going to end up when it comes to a partner, having a partner in my life or relationships, I've been having a string of bad luck lately with relationships, and I'm starting to think I'm the problem, and I'm very concerned that I will never find a partner to be with who I can um, be myself with. So uh, I'm currently in therapy trying to figure that out and trying to fix what I can. And uh, I'm just very nervous about the outcome of that. So. What has resonated most in your therapy session about your therapist's guidance, specifically to your personality or behavior? Um, she's pointed out that I'm afraid to be alone with my own thoughts and self and that I'm not comfortable with myself, and maybe that's part of the reason why uh, my relationships haven't been working out, because I've been looking for what the person can bring to make me feel whole, but I should probably look within. So uh, I've been taking these walks a lot by myself to kind of wrestle with that, but uh, I'm just lost, I guess. Was there one relationship that felt closer than the other ones to success whatever that means for a relationship i just got out of a recent one um but uh because of because of how i've been dating in the past casually i'm realizing that i kind of have to change the way i date maybe um one person at a time to kind of reassure the best possible chance that it could work out um so that one ended because i just was not dating with intent I think the most difficult thing for me to not know the outcome of is uh, probably my personal relationships. I definitely invest the most mental and emotional energy into uh, thinking about the people who I'm most interested in most of the time. Um, and yeah, that's definitely something where I frequently want to get confirmation from other people about uh, either where we're going or where we're at currently. Um, when you first asked the question, what immediately came to mind was more bigger picture things like uh, job, school, money, stuff like that. But when it comes down to it, actually what I think about the most <laughs> is, is definitely personal relationships and the people I love, thinking about where things might go with them in the future, for sure. Is my future is like the world get changed in the next four years and everything have an artificial world like Facebook changes names and stuff, whose people get in 
they learn more, they make more money, and easy way to make money. And the whole the people not to learn, they don't know, they have a life is worse. And what sort of got you worrying about this topic? Are you very into technology? Yes, because the chain, the car is flying, motorcycle is flying, so it's like a, uh, everything is like a online, it's computerized, and person is like a controlled by computer, computer controlled by the person. So it's like a, the, our life is turned to computer. Um, are there days when you don't have any technology use that you really feel alive and human and it's refreshing? So you talk about the life or mm-hmm. yeah before they have no technology, the people have a more interest and attractive to one to another's and they has a more uh, love to each other, more have a respect to each other. Since they now, they um, problem get solved in different way, and human beings like don't like to each other no more. Like don't don't respect to each other. Parents and kids, you know, they no respect to each other. And husband and wife is not, relation is just only like a temporary. Is something behind uh, selfish. Otherwise, have no relation. The thing, the same thing you do, you got them from somewhere else, without this relation. Like the husband and wife, you don't have to marry to anybody no more. And you don't have to depend anybody anymore. So that way, respect is gone. Whatever the, you know. Are you saying because now we depend on technology, right. we don't depend on each other? That's correct. Interesting. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, my friend. Thank have you. a good one. You too. Where I can see. Uh, it basically. So the gentleman that I just interviewed showed me his TikTok, and he's singing and dancing. I'm not sure which songs, but they're very exciting and fun to watch. So my question is, why do you do it? Oh, this means like it, I want to say thanks to the God. Mm. To I'm very happy to God because you give me another day, mm. and I have to pray for you, I call your name, I dance him happy, and that will start my day in with happiness and dancing to, I very thankful to the God, and a lot of people, they have no chance to get today, and I get the chance, so I feel I'm the lucky. And he go away, depressions, the whole day make a day my, is good day, and happy day, and whole day is happy because his beginning is start with happiness. That's all about it. Hello, mom. <laughs> okay, so I'm holding my hand, my hands, mom. I haven't done this in a long time. I'm going to tell her the answer to my worries about the future. Um, just as someone to talk to instead of talking to an abstract audience through a microphone. So I have nervousness about the future to move to Germany because I want to do this 
this upcoming summer 2022 and it's going to be a big jump because I've lived with my parents since graduating college two years ago and I've had a big financial safety net because I haven't had to pay rent or groceries well sometimes I get salad by myself but uh, (laughs) I told her she didn't have to talk in this my plans for going to Germany are to apply for the freelance artist visa. Berlin is the only city that will recognize artist as a profession for expats. So I've started my business this year, John Lundquist LLC, the fake sponsor of this episode. And I'm very excited for how it's growing, but figuring out how to make enough money per month to pay my rent, bills, food, and have enough left over to have some fun, because if I'm in Berlin, I should go out a little bit. Um, I think it'll be challenging, but very possible. I think the key will just be reaching out to as many people as I can before I go and when I'm there. So if you know anyone in Berlin or in Germany, please let me know so I can uh, keep growing my list of people to talk to. I think that's all. Thank you so much for listening. Mom, can I at least hear a frog sound effect? Ribbit. (laughs) If you enjoyed this interview, you can receive more Just Like It, along with original food recipes and my artwork, when you sign up for the Cafe Ribbit newsletter. Just go to caferibbit.com, scroll to the bottom of the page. You can input your email address and some very, very personal information. Your first and last name. Auf Wiederhören.